0: you did it! You survived Christmas! If your kid got an LOL toy and you're listening to this, congratulations! You crawled your way out from under 45 tons of LOL trash. Or you're still stuck under it and the only thing keeping you companion until the emergency crew comes is this podcast. So hi, hang in there. Today, by the way, is Friday, December 27th. We have four days left in this decade and it's our last weekend of the year. Hi and hello! You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. I won't try to sell you an e-course, and this isn't a TED Talk. Think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I know you have a lot on your to-do list, so thank you for letting me come alongside you as you get stuff done. I am so glad you're here. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? I'm just curious if you are like me and you have to go do a couple of returns. I've read that 77% of American consumers have to make a Christmas return. According to Bee stock Solutions, we're going to return $21 billion worth of holiday purchases, yikes. The most returned items are shoes, kitchen appliances, suites, candles, DVDs, clothing, and that's especially men's dress shirts and clothes for toddlers, glassware, decor, and makeup. Hey, but don't sweat it if you got anyone any of those items. You did the best you could, and I'm sure they loved it and won't return what you thoughtfully picked out but if you got any of those items and they're just not working out for you, maybe I'll see you in line at the customer service desk. I'm actually returning things I didn't end up giving and some seasonal things like the giant gift bags for the kids' bikes that we got and didn't use. I need to know, do you feel guilty about returning seasonal items? Ugh, I'm on the fence about it. I have some Christmas napkins and those gift bags and some gift boxes that we didn't use, and I'd really just like to have my $10 back. <laughs> I have some larger returns to do, so I'm just going to see if they'll also take the Christmas things back, even though it's after Christmas. I will let you know if my shame causes me to not do those returns, or if I just sweated through it and returned them anyway. You need to know this. I don't embarrass easily, but pull up a chair. Let me confess a time in which I was embarrassed. This may have happened many, many, many years ago, or this may have happened just a few weeks ago. I will not divulge, but here's what happened. I signed up to go to a ladies holiday potluck. It was with a group of women that I don't see very often. So I was eager to go to reconnect with some of them. I signed up to bring a meat appetizer, but time just got away from me. So the very, very last minute I grabbed a pre-made fruit platter and two cans of mandarin oranges from Target. I hurried home, changed my clothes, and I opened up the sealed platters and cans into a big white bowl. I put a serving spoon into it and some plastic wrap over it and I hurried out the door. The party had just started, and everyone was trickling in, and they were just putting their food on the table, and I set my fruit down and started chatting with others. Later, as I was making a plate, someone stopped me from getting the fruit. My fruit. She touched my hand, which was already on the serving spoon, and she said, don't get that. I think it's off. I do a quick glance around the room, and I see fruit on other women's plates, but yeah, it's pretty much untouched. The bowl is barely empty, so I lean down and take a sniff. Oh my word. She's right. The fruit was bad. Like, bad, bad. Like, no one eat this, or you're gonna be puking for days, bad. So the right thing to do was probably to just scoop the bowl up and apologize profusely and to dump the fruit. But I, I just full on panicked. And I said, oh, gosh, thank you for telling me. You're so right. Let's move it out of the way so no one else gets this. Who in the world would have brought bad fruit? Why did I say this? I do not know. I mean, I'm telling you, I just panicked. So I, I just moved the bowl and put a paper plate on top of it. And then And then at the end of the night, I just left my poor bowl and spoon there. I was not about to admit that it was me who brought the terrible fruit because I wasn't even supposed to have brought fruit to begin with. I was responsible for protein. So yeah, I didn't bring the thing I was supposed to. I brought something that was rotten and then I lied about it and I left my bowl there. I think about this every day and I hate myself for it. Why did I do that? So anyway, that's my confession for 2019. I can never show my face there again, and now I need a new big serving bowl. That's probably what I need to get at Target with the store credit for my returns. Do you need to get something off your conscience before 2020? If so, I got you, girl. On today, by the way's Instagram stories, I've started a clean slate thread. You can fess up anonymously and start the new year fresh. For the deals segment of today's show, I want to talk to you about the gift cards you or your kids may have received. But first, if you've got a gift card that you don't think you'll be able to use and you cannot regift, my advice to you is to take a small loss on its face value and sell it for cash. First, try any hyper-local group that you're a part of, like a Facebook neighborhood mom's group or your mops group. Maybe you can even start a thread so others can post their unwanted or unneeded gifts for sale too. If that doesn't work for you, you can be brave and try next door, and then you can try Facebook Marketplace, where you can just hand it off to someone who lives kind of close. You can also sell it online. Raise.com is my favorite, but Clark Howard recommends the similar sites CardCash.com, CardPool.com, and BuyBackWorld.com. If you got an Amazon gift card, there are some really good deals still happening. Alexa devices are on super sale. The Echo Dot is $24.99, which is 50% off. We love using ours in the kitchen. I can just ask, Alexa, how many teaspoons is in one quarter cup? 0.25 cups is 12 teaspoons. And also, Alexa, play the latest episode of Today by the Way on Apple Podcasts. Playing the latest episode of Today by the Way from Apple Podcasts. Here's where you left off in the latest episode, 7, Christmas Nopes and Yeses, How to Tame Your Inbox, and your 2020 Word of the Year. In the twenty twenty power sheets with a cover of your choice and a 2020 gold. Pretty cool, right? You can pre-order the Alexa Dot that has a digital clock face in it for thirty-four ninety nine. It doesn't come out until February twenty-sixth, but it will be full price of fifty-nine ninety nine then. You could get this as a belated Valentine's Day gift. I pre-ordered one and come March we'll do a giveaway for it right here. I think it would be perfect for a bathroom counter. You can keep your eye on the time as you're getting ready and then play your favorite podcast right there. Also, if you've been trying to get up the courage to try an Instant Pot, now is the time to get one on Amazon. The price right now is lower than the Black Friday price. Today, the six-quart duo is $79. I got an Instant Pot in 2016 after Christmas, and I use it, not kidding, at least three times a week. We got an Amazon gift card from Aunt Paula and one from Aunt Sharon this year, and I'm seriously contemplating an upgrade. The Duo Crisp has an air fryer function, but the Duo Evo Plus looks cool too. It has sous V functions. I already have a sous V, so I am eyeing the crisp, but if I didn't have a vide, V, I have the Anova, by the way, I would buy the Evo Plus. I have linked all of these in the show notes at todaybytheway.com slash episodes, and I've included my favorite Instant Pot cookbooks too. Okay, on to Target. My kids still have Target gift cards left from their October birthdays and they plan to combine them with their Christmas money to get something together. I'm trying to pressure them into getting a ping pong table because so help me, we do not have a gaming system yet and I am very glad. It's mainly for my own protection. I played an embarrassing amount of Mario Kart and Mario Party back in the day and the last thing that I need in this house is a Nintendo Switch. That would certainly be the death of this podcast. Sorry guys, couldn't record an episode, was up all night playing Luigi's Mansion 3. (laughs) I would not have the self-control to have one of those in my house. So, what to buy if you got a Target gift card? Here's what you should not do. Don't just keep it in your wallet to simply pay for the total on your next Target run. I am of the philosophy that gift cards should be used on something that maybe you wouldn't necessarily deem a need. I hate to, again, show that I'm basically the female version of Tom Haverford from Parks and Rec, but I don't think there's anything wrong with a little treat yourself. So if you got a Target gift card, may I kindly suggest looking in the beauty and personal care sections? Also, did you know that Target does a monthly beauty subscription box that's $7 a month and that includes shipping? You get good size samples, usually travel size of things, not just like foil packets of things to try, and then usually some coupons to buy the full size version if you like them. December's box was a hair mask, a charcoal biore strip, yes, they still make biore strips and they're amazing, biotin shampoo and conditioner, styling cream, moisturizer, and perfume. Pretty good for $7 if you got a $10 gift card in your stocking or from a student. Some other top picks of mine from Target are the C9 sports bras. They're amazing and hold up remarkably well in more ways than one if you know what I'm saying. Secondly, anything from the Chrissy Teigen Cravings collection. I have several pieces and they're beautiful and really good quality. Unfortunately, she does not make a bowl that could replace my abandoned fruit bowl, but I'll keep looking. Thirdly, I would buy anything in the Christmas section. My kids are gonna use a portion of their Christmas money to get 50% to 75% off outdoor Christmas decor because they've been begging us to be one of those families that goes all Griswold. So we basically told them, okay, if you buy it, we'll put it out. But for real, the Christmas gift sets are already 50% off and will soon drop to 75% off and then 90% off. So that's a really good place to stock up on lip balm, face mask, Reese's peanut butter trees. Seriously, anything in that Christmas section is a good use of your money. Were you able to check out Cultivate What Matters and enter the giveaway to win their 2020 Sheets on the Today by the Way Instagram account? PowerSheets Intentional Goal Planner is so much more than a 12-month planner. I worked my way through their three-step process to make meaningful goals, and then Today by the Way was born. It's meant to help you cultivate what matters most little by little with some big leaps along the way. In truth, I wasn't really sure what my best year ever could look like, but PowerSheets helped me figure it out. If this sounds like something you could use in the new year, there's a 10% discount at CultivateWhatMatters.com with code today, by the way. But for a limited time, I just saw on the website today that you can save 15% with Clear Vision 2020. With nearly 600 five-star reviews in this very podcast, it shows that the system really works. Visit CultivateWhatMatters.com to see for yourself. But if you're Laura Holmes, you are our winner. Check your Instagram DMs and congratulations. Thank you so much to everyone who entered, and thank you to Cultivate What Matters for this generous giveaway. This week's Today, by the way, challenge was to think about a word that can guide you in 2020. I chose the word flourish, and my offer still stands to create a printable with your word of the year on it. Just share what your word of the year in 2020 will be and tag today, by the way, on Instagram and add the hashtag TBTWchallenge this week, and I'll take your one word and turn it into something you can print and keep on your desk. I am cheering you on, and I want to champion your goals, big or small, in 2020. For this week's Follow Friday segment, the only person available to record with me the day after Christmas is my very favorite person, a guy I'd follow anywhere, mainly because the view is so good. (laughs) Welcome back to the show, Chris Adams. Hi, hi. Chris, I thought we could play a game of Mad Libs. I'd love to. You know how much I used to love Mad Libs in middle school. Who did I used to play with? Domini? Yes, that's right. Man, if this were a quiz show about my childhood, you would have got the first question right. Yes. My friend Dominie and I would play so many Mad Libs when we weren't playing Nintendo 64. So we just talked about the word of the year, a word that people can come up with to kind of help them guide them through 2020. My word of the year is flourish. Do you have a word of the year? I do not. <laughs> Okay, so I thought to kind of tie into words and the meaning of words, a Mad Lib game would be the funny Follow Friday game. Sounds good to me. Okay, so you know how it works. I do. I'm going to give you something, and then we're going to fill in the blanks to a story. We have 25 things to fill in, but this show's only 15 minutes long, so let's go fast. Okay. All right, give me an adjective. Oily. Oily. Oh my gosh, give me another adjective. Red. An occupation. Doctor. A man's name. Vigo. Vigo? Vigo. Like Vigo Mortensen?
1: I think it's Mortensen.
0: Okay, sure. A verb. Throwing. A year.
1: 1978. Hmm. A state. Hawaii.
0: Opposite adjectives.
1: Dry and wet.
0: A town and state.
1: Billings, Montana.
0: You're so strange. An adjective. Gnarly. That's with a G, isn't it?
1: yes it is
0: (laughs) a tourist destination
1: the world's largest bottle of ketchup
0: oh yeah we've been there Mm -hmm. where what state was that
1: missouri
0: i think you're right i'll have to google that later an adjective smooth (laughs) a day of the week tuesday a month may an adjective narrow not with a g (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) a hotel chain la quinta an object in a house
1: coffee table a name heathcliff
0: like the cat or the person
1: well you asked for a name
0: i'm just wondering what you what you thought when you came up with that
1: i thought it could go for both
0: okay an occupation
1: a tour guide noun baseball
0: another noun canoe an adjective
1: vintage noun streetlight noun desk
0: and another noun desert so, your favorite book is Moby Dick. That's right. I have taken the back cover of Moby Dick and I've turned <laughs> it into a Mad Lib. Okay. Did you know that that's what I was going to choose?
1: Nope. Let's have it.
0: Okay. Moby Dick chronicles the oily journey.
1: It's good so far.
0: <laughs> of a red doctor named Vigo who signs on for a throwing voyage in 1978's Hawaii. A dry but wet young man begins his odyssey in Billings, Montana, a gnarly town known for its world's largest bottle of ketchup. Arriving on a smooth Tuesday in May, he finds a narrow lodging in a waterfront dive called La Quinta. There he is forced to share a coffee table with a South Sea Islander and cannibal named Heathcliff. A fierce looking tour guide covered in baseballs and carrying a canoe in a vintage streetlight. After some initial uncertainty, the two become friends and decide to seek a desk together on a throwing desert. What do you think?
1: I think some of it works. I think.
0: <laughs> would you read that book if that's what you saw? Uh,
1: I might. I don't know if it would be the next great American novel, but it, it might be, uh, you know, it might be kind of regular fiction
0: before you go why don't you recommend one good book for the today by the way book club
1: maybe something by the bronte sisters and then i'll join in too
0: there you have it women chris adams will join us for book club if we choose something by the bronte sisters do you have anything else you want to say to people listening to the show happy new year happy new year All right, friend, that is it for today. We've discussed our Christmas returns and gift cards. I announced the winner of the 2020 Cultivate What Matters Power Sheets, a planner that helped me make this podcast happen. I checked in with you on your word of the year, and Chris and I played a game of Mad Libs. One of my Christmas gifts from Chris was a six-month subscription to Hindenburg Pro, which is the editing program that I use to edit this podcast. And he left the sweetest note that said, I believe in you. And I'll give you six more months if today, by the way, makes it. So <laughs> he believes in me, but he's also very practical. That's right. You guys won't let him down, will you? You will keep listening to the show and sharing it. And I'll keep making more episodes for you. Everything we chatted about today is at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. That's also where you can sign up to get this week, by the way, my Monday morning pep talk straight to your email. Again, thank you so much for sharing the show with your friends. I hope that you can tell that I love doing this and I'd love for this to be my full-time job. As an independent creator, the only way this show grows is by word of mouth, so I'm especially thankful when you take the time to recommend today, by the way, to others and to share screenshots of you listening to the show on your social media channels. We hope you had a Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas.
0: And I'll meet you back here Monday morning for our last chat of the year. Thank you for listening. Today's a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.